That's my dad. And that's my kid. We found out a long time ago the family dinner table is a perfect place for a great conversation. Grab a plate and pull up a seat. We keep the sweet tea cold around here. So make yourself comfortable and join us for a dinner table discussion. Well, hi, Kaylee. How are you today? Hello, Father. Father Boo. That's a little Catholic, my bad. What's up, Dad? You didn't answer my question, though. With all of that, you still <laughs> didn't tell me how you're doing today. Well, you know, I'm good. I'm Just Gucci. Good? Yeah, I'm Gucci. Here we go with that Gucci thing again. Listen, I had a nice dinner. I had corn dogs for dinner. Corn dogs are always good, in my opinion. Listen, corn dogs are delicious. Then I had a fudge bar afterwards. That was... Wait a minute. This occurred in my house. Uh-huh. And I was unaware. I came upstairs with the fudge bar. Where's the stinking fudge bar? <laughs> I, came, I came up from the apartment downstairs with the fudge bar in my hand. Ah, I thought you meant you were up here. No, and I danced around the living room with the fudge bar because me and the baby were very happy with my fudge bar. Mercy, I guess I should have paid more attention. Mm -hmm. You would think after 31 years of marriage to your lovely mother that I would have learned by now to pay more attention to what's going on around me, especially with the females in my life. Listen, Jesus forgives and so does mama. Jesus forgives much quicker than mama. Listen. I'll you, tell you. She's redheaded. You can't blame her for that. The red comes from a box, darling. No, I'm it telling doesn't. you. It I've got pictures blood. of her when we first started dating. That was a box. No, you, that she was. She is ginger in her soul, and that is all that you can prove to me. I it, will believe nothing else. You know, irregardless <laughs> of, wait a minute, is that really even a word, irregardless? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so irregardless, listen, let me let me logic this out. Don't Google it. Let me work it in my head. <laughs> let me look it up. No, don't say a word. Irregardless would be the opposite of regardless, correct? Don't Google it. And if it's the opposite of regardless, would that not be regarding? Maybe irregardless is one of those words that doesn't even really exist that people use all the time. Well, apparently it's in the dictionary. Because <laughs> well, I looked it up anyway. That blows my theory. <laughs> it says irregardless is an adverb for regardless. And it's non-standard. And the not non definition. Not definition was the example that it gives says the photographer always says irregardless of how his subjects are feeling. Smile. <laughs> so it is a word. But it just seems like one of the is that like a double negative? What would that be called? Because again, irregardless is the opposite of regardless. And wouldn't the opposite of regardless be regarding? I don't know. I don't know. It says, is it correct to say irregardless? And all it goes into is, is it a word? Yes, but don't use it in a term paper. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not in college anymore. so Maybe we've got some English majors listening that can uh, hit us up on our social media or hit us with an email and uh, educate us upon this. Just a little bit. I'd okay. be appreciative. I certainly would. But you know what? I think I may have touched on something there with this 31 years of marriage. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, it, it is. And, and you would think I would have learned or either remembered what I learned a lot better than I seem to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chalk it up to a little bit of, I'm not going to say old age, but a little bit of older than me age and you losing your mind just a little bit. Yes, I, I can't <laughs> deny that. 
Well, let's let's do a little little uh, compare and contrast here. So, your mother and I have been married thirty one years. That's well established by now. Mm-hmm. How many years have you been married? Almost three. Two, almost three. So, like, let's do a little comparison here. Let's let's see. <laughs> I don't know if that's going. If the new generation, listen, I don't have the time put into my marriage that you have put into yours. Well, How long have you and Mama been together? Like dating to now. Thirty four years. Thirty four years. Okay. We've been together almost eight. See, your girl, you know numbers. You noticed how I was having to think really fast before I answered that? Somebody asked me earlier how long Lucas and I had been together. That's the only reason it came to my mind that fast. Oh, so you you were pre prepared. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if is pre prepared uh, the opposite of prepared with <laughs> I think it's a now I'm second guessing everything I, don't think I say. Prepared is the opposite. I think it's the like the before of prepared. Mm. Ah, oh. I see what you're doing there. Pre is the before. I, like I don't it. remember that that term. Miss Allen's gonna kill me when she hears this because I was my language arts teacher for all of middle school, and she, I know she taught me what that is, and I cannot remember what it is. So here's something that I want to know: Have you or Lucas yet? discovered your wedded superpower? Wetting, I'm going to need a little bit more of a, a definition behind a wedded superpower. I was informed by your mother years ago Okay, that I have a superpower. This is news to me? Well, see if this sounds familiar from your days under this roof. I could have a day off from work. Day off from work. Okay. I don't remember that ever happening, but okay. And no plans for that day. It was going to be a veg day. Your butt was on the couch and that was it. And the rest of me as well. I would hope it's all attached. but So I went to the couch. Mm -hmm. I got horizontal upon the couch. Okay. I had the remote in one hand and probably a Diet Coke in the other. That's standard for the Cochran household. And I stayed in that position for most of the day. As was your plan. Okay. Your mother comes home from work and announces my superpower to me. Which is? It went something like this. You have not left that couch all flipping day. And I wished you would look at this house. You have destroyed the entire house. Exactly. That puzzled look upon your face is exactly what I... How did I do that? How did I destroy? Did you get a snack? No. Did you leave the cabinets open? No. Did you leave the popcorn? Oh, I did that. I need to do that when I get home. I left a popcorn bag on the stove. Mm. My bad. So obviously my superpower is I can destroy an entire house and never leave the couch. Now, see, why couldn't I get a cool superpower like the flash to be able to run around the house at hyperspeed and clean it up? Between the time she's at the end of the driveway like and the front door. that's a really lame superpower. To be able to move very, very fast? Yeah. Why would that be like lame? Like, out of all the superpowers you could possibly have, we're going to pause the marriage thing for a second. Out of all the superpowers you could possibly have, mm-hmm. you want to run fast. Yeah. Uh, no. Why not? Okay. If it's between, like, running fast and telekinesis. Telekinesis. That's being able to move things with your mind? Yeah. If I could run the as fast as the flash, I wouldn't have to use my mind. I would be Here's able to do thing, it physically. I only need to run as fast as the person that I'm running against. Like if there's a bear coming, I only need to run it faster than the other person so that the bear gets the other person. You don't have to outrun the bear. You I, just have to outrun the other person. The other person. So I don't need to be the flash. That's not. Gonna... 
Okay, so apparently I'm upsetting a lot of DC you're hating fans. on the Flash. What about like okay, let's go with Superman. He's got laser beam eyes. He and, and so does that one guy from X Men. He wears the glasses. Cyclone is that his name? Cyclops. Cy- Cyclops. I was close. I don't know nothing about X Men. Yeah, my he, bad. he pulls his goggles off and it whoosh, blows people away like a cyclone. No. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's got lasers for eyes. <laughs> well, you called him Cyclone. Because he was with... Um, I have no idea. Not Storm. Is it Mary Jane? No, Mary Jane's in Spider-Man. I don't know. The redhead from the X-Men. I can't remember nothing <laughs> at all. Jean Grey. I knew it was a double name. Jean Grey. Jean okay. Grey. I was like, I know Mary Jane is Spider-Man. I, I, I don't know anything about Jean Grey, so I can't have a conversation with you regarding her. But anyway, your mother informed me that I had that superpower. So I'm curious, at three years into your marriage, have you discovered a superpower that Lucas has, or has he discovered one of yours? He's a really great cook. I can tell you're censoring yourself. No, I'm trying to think. He doesn't have a superpower. You know what he does do? Hmm. And maybe this is my superpower. He can look all around the house for one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's literally in front of his face. He's like, I can't find it. I'm like, are you sure you can't find it? I can't find it anywhere. Baby, if I get off this couch and I hand it to you in five minutes, you're taking me for ice cream. Okay, if you think you can find it. Manipulator. Oh, no, because it's always always in the same place. That's how I know where it's at. Because he always puts it in the same place. So that's your superpower is you're able to take a situation that he's stressed in and turn it around into what he needs. Ice cream for yourself. Or a slushy. Mostly it's a slushy. Sometimes it's Texas Roadhouse. Either way. (laughs) Now, there's a big difference (laughs) between a slushy and Texas Roadhouse. It depends on what it is he's looking for. No, it depends on if we've had dinner that night. Okay. Like this morning. I called you this morning, as a matter of fact. Yes, you did. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. And honey, if you're listening to this, I love you. She didn't love you as much no, in that I, moment that she called this, me. This morning, I was a little <laughs> upset. My contact fell out. My other eyeball was swollen. I was having a rough morning. My husband calls me and he goes, I forgot my belt. <laughs> How do you walk out of the house forgetting your belt? Listen, I love you. We have a long hallway. Our house was built in like the 70s or the 80s. So like we have a long hallway and you have to walk from our bedroom that's at one end of the house, down the hallway, through the living room, through the dining room, through the kitchen and out the garage to get to your Jeep. And none of that time your pants started to feel a little loose and start sagging a little bit. What was that guy from American Idol? Pants on the ground, pants on the ground. (laughs) And none of that time walking through the house, because I know that he didn't just walk straight from the bedroom outside. He walked from the bedroom to the living room, then to the bathroom, then to the living room, then to the kitchen, then to the bedroom, then to the living room, you know. Okay, let let me give you a little insight. How did you forget your belt? From male perspective. Okay, please tell me. Unless his pants were legitimately trying to fall off of his hips as he's walking. What time of the morning was it that this he left? Like, he le- so he's got to be to work by 7, so he probably left at 6.45. Okay, at 6.45 in the morning, most, I'll speak for myself, at 6.45 in the morning, I'm working on part brain. Just a part of my brain is Heart brain. I thought yes. you said park with a K brain. I'm yeah, like, the rest of my brain is parked 
and um, not functioning. I was thinking like a playground park. Not like, functioning. What? And so I'm I'm going on like this uh, autopilot brain. And so only things that are really super obvious as needs get handled. So, I mean, if his pants were not falling down and he was able to walk and get in the Jeep, I would imagine that he was focused on what he had to do when he gets to work that he may have been focused on what happens between home and work, if he had to stop and get gas, if he's like trying to plan his day or whatever. And so something in your estimation, as important as a belt is, could have been not as important to him at that particular part of the morning. Right. So here's my thing. I'm on a very tight schedule in the morning. So I wake up at the last minute possible and I have a very strict routine. So if I have to be to work at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. I get up at seven, I get dressed, I get the dog up, I get the dog ready to go. And this only happens on the days that you Lucas- You get the dog dressed. I get, yeah, I put his little collar on him. You know, he's got to be fancy. <laughs> he's been wearing the wrong collar. I bought him, no, listen, I bought him this beautiful collar. It's blue and it has peaches because, you know, he's a little Georgia peach. And for some reason, my husband put the red collar on him. I'm like, it is that is not the collar that he is supposed to wear right now. This is the- Hot days of summer. Red is an appropriate color for no, the season. No, the peaches. The the peaches are his summer color. Peach is more of a pastel color for like spring, no, no, no. isn't it? No, it's so it's like a royal blue collar. You and said it was peach. Make no, up my mind. There's peaches, like the peaches fruit. Yes. on a blue collar. Yes. And you sure this is for a boy dog? He wears it, and he looks handsome when he does. Because you give him no choice in the matter. He loves it. He puts it on, and he he struts his little shoulders, and he walks around, and he goes, I am so handsome. Just wait till I put a bow tie on him. He's real cute. Anyway, I have a schedule. If I have to be to work at 9 a.m., I get up at 7, I get ready, I get the dog up, put his little fancy collar on him, I get him fed. If Lucas is home, the dog stays home. Okay. If he goes to work, because I also have to go to work, I take the dog to daycare because I don't want him to sit in the crate all day. Okay. I get the dog fed his breakfast. Right now, he doesn't want to eat his breakfast. I have to pretend to eat his breakfast, and then he wants to eat his breakfast. Yeah, we're going through a stage. It's fine. And then I get his dinner ready because he eats dinner at the daycare. Dog daycare. The dog daycare. They eat dinner at four. So I get his dinner ready, and then I load him up in the car, and we leave by 745. That gives me 15 minutes to drive to the other side of town, drop him off at 8 o'clock, and then make it so that I have enough time to get to work, set up my table, do whatever I need to do. Okay. So he texts me at 7 o'clock, I forgot my belt. Can you bring me my belt? I'm like, okay, I got to leave 15 minutes earlier so that I have time to stop. And he goes, well, why don't you just bring me the belt first? No. Because for me to do that, I have to drive to the middle of my route. Wait, pause. Did you notice, and I may have missed this part in your, I started to say rant, but I just it's got a rant. stink it's eye. Fine. No, okay. it's rant. Okay. <laughs> did you notice he was without his belt or did he notice he was without he his belt? He noticed he was without his belt. Okay. He got to work and said, I forgot my belt. I said, how did you forget your belt? He said, I don't know. I asked him the same question. How did you, did your pants not fall down as you were walking? Anyway, so I said, I can't come to you first. Because you want to talk and you want to have breakfast and you want to do this. And I don't have time to do that today. And it doesn't make any sense for me to come to you because your stop is in the middle of my route. He wanted to woo you on a Wednesday morning and you didn't have time for him. It was not the time. I was running behind. (sighs) Listen, 
listen, it's not my fault, okay? I have a very strict <laughs> schedule. I like my schedule, okay? My schedule works for me. Okay. His stop is in the middle of my route. So if I went to him first, then I would drop off the belt, and then the dog's going to want to see him and want to give his daddy kisses, and that's a whole ordeal because they're the best friends, and I then I'm like, get back in the car, Gunner. Gunner is my dog, by the way. And then we would have to go from there to the other side of town, drop him off. Then I would have to go back past Lucas on the way. Hey, what's up? And then go to work. No. No. Why not? I didn't have time. I was on a very strict schedule. I left at 734, dropped Gunner off, went to Lucas, dropped Lucas's belt off, said hello to all the boys at the fire station, and drove to work. Thankfully, I remembered to set up my table before I left yesterday, so I didn't have to worry about setting it up today. I said all of that to say this. If the belt is something that you wear every day, like your underwear, your t-shirt, your hat, whatever, how do you forget to put it on in the morning? Again, I'm guessing he was kind of on autopilot. I'm also guessing, because he is a firefighter, Mm -hmm. that there is probably more to his belt than just going through belt loops and holding his pants up. It looked just like a regular belt today. I could be wrong, but... I mean, I would guess that there are things that he puts on his belt, like maybe a multi-tool or a knife or something else. I'm not saying he's going to be like Batman with the, with the, with the <laughs> bat belt. And, and... Have you ever seen his pockets? No. Next time he comes over, ask him to turn out his pockets for you. Is there money in there? No, listen, at any given time, that boy has a tourniquet, scissors... A pocket knife. I don't know why he needs both of those. A notebook and a flashlight. We can be going to the Mexican restaurant and he's got all of that in his pocket. You never know when someone might slip on a tostada (laughs) and and hurt themselves very bad and need a tourniquet. And you you have to have a flashlight as well because you you have to be able to. Because what if the lights go out in the Mexican right, restaurant when you are right, tying the tourniquet? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. I get that. So, honey, I love you. If you listen to this, you're being so judgmental. I'm not being judgmental. These are these are questions. It's his pockets. Why does it matter what these are he keeps in there? I have plagued him with for eight years. It's well, fine. We went to a concert one time, and they were doing security checks. You know. I got nothing. I travel very light. If I'm going to a concert, I got my wallet in my pocket, my phone in my pocket. That's it. I'm not trying to get dragged around. I'm not trying to get mugged. I'm not trying to do anything like that. We get through the security line and the guy's like, all right, turn out your pockets and everything. And he's pulling out all of his stuff. And they're like, dude, why do you need all of that? And he goes, in case of an emergency. Right. He's like, you're going to see Joe Rogan. Like, what are you doing? What, what if Joe Rogan slipped on a tostada and He's needed jump a tourniquet? down from the balcony? Why not? <laughs> Think of how awesome that would be for him to say, I saved Joe Rogan's life from death by tostada. <laughs> Why are there tostadas my, on the stage? My, with my pocket tourniquet. I, I don't know. A, 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 a taco truck was in the parking lot and... <laughs> You know what? It's a tabernacle. That doesn't surprise me. Well, okay. Back to, I guess we could say kind of maybe marriage advice. I don't think that 31 years of marriage necessarily makes me an expert. But you got your time in. It makes me a seasoned veteran. I know that when (laughs) when we got married, Mm -hmm. we went to all of the couples that had been married a decent amount of time Mm -hmm. in our eyes. 
and we said, if there's one piece of advice, if there's one thing that you could tell us, what would it be? And we took those things into consideration, and some of them we did, some of them we didn't, and we worked with what worked best for us. I would have recommended, if you're going to destroy the whole house, don't do it from the couch. <laughs> I think that's actually what you told Lucas. So, I mean, there, there it is. That was after he asked for my hand in marriage, and you said, oh, don't you want the rest of her? I mean, you know, specifics <laughs> matters. If all he wanted was your hand there, the tourniquet would have been necessary. <laughs> the tourniquet would have been necessary. You know what? His superpower. What is it? Is he can. I love him to death. I love him to death. But why are you prefacing this with I love him to death? I don't want it to sound like I'm like coming down mm. on my husband and like I hate my husband. I don't. I, I adore him. I love him. He forgets the most basic details and things. Like he's planning, he's a he's a planner. He's an elaborate party planner. He forgets the most basic details sometimes when planning these elaborate things. When he went to ask you for my hand in marriage. Okay. Okay. He took you to dinner at a Mexican restaurant, right? He did. There were no tostadas on the there floor. Were no, okay, good. Good to know. <laughs> he told me, because obviously he couldn't tell me where he was. That's fine. He said, go ahead and start prepping dinner. Didn't tell me that he was eating dinner. Said, go ahead and start prepping dinner. I'm meeting the father of our goddaughters. I have to go help him drop off something with this client. He's meeting a client. He needs backup. Okay, cool. Safety and numbers. I get it. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to cook dinner and then it'd be cold and you're still out. Well, one hour turned into two. Two hours turned into three. I'm sitting at home on the couch. I'm getting hangry and I'm like, where the heck is he? He's supposed to just be dropping something off. I don't understand like where he's at. And then I'm thinking, well, if he's out with the father of our goddaughters, sometimes they want to go get dinner after. So I shouldn't cook because he's probably going to come home or say, hey, come meet us over here at this restaurant. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting and it gets to three and a half hours. And I call mom and I'm like, where is he? And she just starts laughing at me. And I'm like, no, for real. Like the most basic detail is feed your future fiance. As I'm on the phone with mom, you walk in the door. And I was like, dad, tell me what's wrong with men. Explain to me the man's idea. And then you start laughing at me. So then Lucas calls me and I'm like, where are you? I am starving. He's like, oh, the meeting ran long. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, we're going to go meet them at Applebee's. Just, I'm coming home to get you. We're going to go meet them at Applebee's. He ate two dinners that night because he forgot to say, hey, like it, it turned into a dinner meeting. I'm just going to bring you something home. Or like, hey, go ahead and cook something for yourself. So that boy ate two dinners that night. And I had no idea until after he proposed. Hmm. Again, I would think that he was probably very preoccupied mentally with our meeting. Um, I understand as, that. As I recall, even though we met at a Mexican restaurant, I don't remember him actually eating that much. He said he was nervous. I don't know why he was nervous. You love him. I do. He's a cool guy. He's decent. I'm, I think I'll keep him. Well, I hope. <laughs> I mean, we got a baby on the way. I think I'll keep him. Yeah, that, that would be uh, advisable. <laughs> No, I, I would imagine, you know, some people eat when they're nervous or eat when they're sad or whatever. Mm -hmm. Emotional eaters, I think they call them. Mm -hmm. 
but I don't recall him coming in and sitting down and ordering one of everything on the menu. No. Um, I think it was probably something of an appetizer type deal and a, and a beverage. And that was probably about it as far as, as what he ate there. So maybe it was first dinners. His first dinner. In, in He's pre- a hobbit. It's fine. <laughs> in preparation for main dinners. <laughs> but again, now, wait a minute. No, no, no. You can't rush ahead on I'm this. I'm not rushing ahead. I'm just I'm Let saying. me back my boy up. Okay, back him up. Back your son up. Let's go. Just like with the belt this morning, <laughs> his mind was not on the belt. Just like the evening he's going to ask me for your hand in marriage, his Focus is not on how many dinners I'm going to have tonight. <laughs> I don't think and he so planned on having two dinners. I think that's probably, uh, you know, something along the line of the difference between the male mind and the female mind and how they function in, in, in general. I'm not saying it in all cases. Maybe, you know, when guys have something major, they focus on the major and the minors just kind of happen as they do or don't. Because every morning when I get up and I drive to work, I have a 45 minute drive. Ew. When I get to work, I can't tell you every car I passed (laughs) or how many red lights caught me or... All of the songs that played on the radio, some of that stuff just doesn't. It's autopilot. Right. It just doesn't register. The important thing is get to work on time and earn a paycheck. So all of those things that happen kind of automatically in between just don't click. Again, if his pants was falling off his hips, then yes, I would say that should have dawned on him. I need to get a belt before I leave. But if his pants fit him well without the belt... I can see where it would not have been that big a deal until he got to work and maybe needed his belt to put something on it, a holster or something along those lines that he needs his belt for. It's just my guess. Fair. There was a guy, I can't remember his name, Chad something. Maybe you can remember it. He was like a motivational speaker and you took all the girls from the youth group to go see him. Spaghetti and waffle guy? Spaghetti and waffle guy. Yeah. He was talking about, first of all, I'm a guy, I can say the skies are stupid, but we're not really stupid. Our brains work differently than women. And he broke it down. I know where you're going and it's going to take a little time. So let's make this the next episode. Oh, we're going to do a double episode again? Spaghetti and waffles. Spaghetti and waffles. In our next episode, and we will dig deep into it. But... As far as I can say, and I will let you end this episode, speaking from a guy's perspective who has been a guy for a few decades now. Decade. Once or twice. Yes. Five. No, I'm joking. Don't. I can't tell you don't be upset with him because only you control your emotions. So it would be foolish of me to say don't be upset with him if. Don't expect him as a guy to be as detail-oriented. I know you said that he's very detail-oriented He's with a very planning. vivid planner. I like planning as well. Uh, you brought up youth ministry. Every summer when we did youth camp, I absolutely loved sitting down and figuring out where we're going to go, how we're going to raise the money, what are we going to do when we're there, and, and planning all of this out. But acting upon all of those details, that was where I needed your mom. Because she wouldn't let me forget some of the things that I had planned 
when I was putting pen to paper. And so that's how we helped one another out. I loved creating and orchestrating, but as far as following through with that orchestrated plan, Mm -hmm. I needed her to make sure that I didn't lose anything through the cracks, if that makes sense, what I'm saying. Okay. So just, just a recommendation to you. Don't let the fact that he's very detail oriented in planning trick you into thinking that he is going to recall and act upon every one of those details when the time comes. My mind doesn't work that way. And I think maybe a lot of, I don't want to say all, a lot of guys' minds is also just like that. I'm not saying I need you to recall every detail because I I don't recall everything. I forget things all the time. Fair. Remember to feed your spouse. (laughs) That's that's my only request. That's the thing that he forgets. Remember to feed me. That's that's all I request. So, I don't need much, like a bag of Cheetos, like a pretzel stick, something. Just like run through the drive-through, get me a little fry or frosty, something. I don't know. Just remember to feed me. Fair that, enough. That's all I ask. Fair enough. <laughs> so in our next episodes, we're going to pick up with spaghetti and waffles. And how it's more than just breakfast and dinner. Absolutely. If you have some input on today's topic, as we kind of rambled through it of superpowers that we have as husbands and wives, or maybe if you're not even married yet, maybe your significant other has a superpower. Yes. Or you, you know, we'd love to hear what that is. Or you know what? We talked about pets and their wonderful bow ties. Send me a picture of your pet and their wonderful bow tie. If it's a boy dog. It needs a bow tie. It doesn't need a peach. It's we live <laughs> in Georgia. So why doesn't he have a Georgia bulldog? Because I haven't found one to fit his big old neck yet. That's why. Every time I go to the little boutiques and stuff, they're always small dogs. And I don't have a small dog. He big. He's part Great Dane. He got a thick neck. He's special. Okay. I said I was going to let you in this episode. And I'm trying really hard to do it. <laughs> We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for joining us for another Dinner Table Discussion. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your family and friends, post about it on social media, and think about leaving us a five-star rating or a review. We'd love to get your feedback on today's episode and maybe some suggestions on future topics feel free to email us at dtdpodcasts at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Both are at Dinner Table Discussions Podcast. We'll see you next week with a cold glass of iced tea for another Dinner Table Discussion.